0: Welcome to the Televerse, Streaming in Place, Lodge 49. Welcome back to Streaming in Place. This is week 42, and we are still talking about Lodge 49's second season. Uh, I am the Lemon Standard, uh, Allison Shoemaker, joined by, hold on, um, Noel Kirkpatrick, who also uses his hand as a makeshift silencer. And let's see, what should we do with Kate? Um... And recently fell into an open grave, Kate Kulczyk. Uh
1: oh. And I'm
0: very excited to talk about the slide. No, you know what? I've got a better one for you, Kate. Uh, Liz Dudley's primal scream, there we go. Kate Kulzik.
2: <laughs> very um, good. I was going to say, like, I can beat the slide.
0: Yeah. Whee! The slide. Um, just what a wonderful reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the slide. Maybe we should start our discussion of the episode, The Slide, with discussion of the slide, um, the best trophy anyone ever acquired for uh, negotiating out of um, uh, criminal charges while also sacrificing an attempted murder charge. Because um, booey, man, booey. Uh Let's talk about Liz and her slide.
1: Her multiple slides. Yeah, no, there's a lot of slides in this, including Bobby, who I appreciate that we just don't get an introduction to at all. It's just like. Who the f*** is this Yahoo? Who's this bra? Um, And the answer is, he's Bobby. (laughs) A backslide from Liz's past, which I'm just like, yes. Is this the Bobby of, like, the
2: boyfriend, like, the friend of the ex-boyfriend where she got the legal job? right? Is this that same? Cause we didn't get a name for that person in the yeah. previous episode. So I don't know if we were supposed to make that connection to San Diego, but when she said my ex from San Diego, that's where I went.
1: Yeah, no, that's probably who this is. I mean, mm-hmm. he got, he got a tattoo of a lizard on his heart for, for Liz right there. So he's always close. I mean, that's just a really bad out Al- listeners. Allison's just like making a gross face. <laughs> They're all the
0: same soul yeah. guys.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, that there's a very
0: specific subcategory of bad boyfriend um, populated by Bobby and the vegan taco guy from when Rebecca and Greg go on a mm-hmm. date and yeah. I'm going on a date with Josh's man friend. bun. Um, guy. Yeah. I also tapped that ass all over this house. That yeah. guy. <laughs> um, so uh, what do we think about Liz's uh, trip down the chute? Um and her, uh, her questionable decision-making in this episode.
2: Well, I like that she's making some decisions, and I yeah. like that by the certainly by the end of the episode, it feels like she is aware of a bit more of her support network than she was before, and she's drawing on them in a way that she wouldn't have in the previous episodes. So despite some of her, again, decision, questionable decision-making, um, I do feel like this is... Progress. Like, I feel like this is positive motion for
1: her. So I'm, I'm I mean, going to take it. It is sort of positive. Progress for her positive motion. Um, I mean, she is acknowledging that, that she has a support network. She is also driving that support network into the back of pickup trucks without any warning.
2: Yeah, she shouldn't do that,
1: <laughs> which she shouldn't yeah. do. That, yeah. that, that didn't seem great for anyone. Um, but yeah, I think that Liz deciding I'm going to get mine with this corrupt doctorate of accounting and his company car i'm just gonna put everything on this card and then when they freeze those assets they'll it's not my problem anymore because yes. he's been arrested by the fbi yeah <laughs> don't c- call his mother yeah. but don't let her talk to me
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it seems like in some senses appropriate recompense right for um for being called a toad whore yes. That's what... I should have been toad whore Allison Shoemaker. God damn it. Missed opportunity. <laughs>
2: well, and also of, uh, you know, him having her destroy evidence. Yeah. You know, that yeah. too. Yeah. Which is not just how these casually things... casually chatting just, while, while shredding. Uh, making sure he doesn't shred, but she shreds. Uh, yeah. But, uh, which is not how things work in a court of law. Uh, yeah. And, you know, she will be responsible for these charges should he be in a position to... Or should anyone end up in a position to test, you know, like, uh, question them? And, and uh, she will absolutely, but it's like, it's such future Liz's problems that I totally get her decision-making process, even if
1: I hope I wouldn't make the same decisions in that situation. And and between Ross and Dud, who's a man-made attempt to, I feel like they're safe. Like, I feel (laughs) like Liz is okay. She's not, she's going to be in terrible shape at some point from the FBI. Um, But yeah, I like I like the fact that Liz just starts doing all this stuff. Um, she like gives herself a little day, gets a car wash, has a vision of her mom in the car wash. Definitely nothing bad going on there. Mm -hmm. Just all sorts of really solid stuff. And then just destroying, going like what it reminded me of was Dave's syndrome from Black Books, with just the havoc in the um in the strip mall of just like, we're going to loot this truck. We're going to destroy it. And then Bert who has far too much power and everyone needs to just do something about that. That is an issue that we also, that everyone needs to address is that Bert has too much power, just too much. Um, is just really lovely. And I really, I really liked it. Um, And yeah, I don't know what the pool party folks are going to do because yeah, no, we just beat the shit out of dud. And there's a witness. <laughs> Yeah. Who admittedly is about to, like, fly to Vegas, but still. The point <laughs> remains.
2: Uh, I also, I just, I meant to mention this previously, but I, uh, in the, I think it, was, think it was the season premiere, but I love that they are finally raising mention, like, quite the question of the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, because I don't think she was mentioned once in season one. Um, so, you know, because that, that really tight-knit dynamic of the three of them, um, you know, having, because so, that could have been a lot of different things. So I like that they are you know, starting to peel away the layers there and why Liz has the stronger connection to to Mom than Dud. So, um, yeah, I imagine there's more coming for that. But, I mean, again, these aren't always the best choices, certainly. Like, let's ram their car. (laughs) is not, like, but it's a very relatable, like, he beat the crap out of her brother. Like, it's a very relatable thing. (laughs) Um, Don't escalate with a you know, a unstable person is also an important lesson that I feel like normally Liz would be all over, but she's been unmoored enough in what's been, you know, happening in her life and where she's at that like season one, Liz wouldn't have done that, but season two Liz is. Uh, So Mm -hmm. yeah, just seeing her making like moving, just making choices is a really nice uh change of pace and hopefully will lead her to something um, more sustainable and less destructive. What, what, I mean, I don't know how much you can say Alison, but how how did you feel about it?
0: Um, Well, we're inching up on the stuff I haven't seen. So, um, so that's exciting. Uh, There are things I won't say. I will say that this episode, I think does a better job maybe than any other in the series so far of showing liz and dud as being sort of inverted reflections of each other um and not just with the hair color um but dud sort of embracing this life is good thing that ernie has going and then feverishly clinging to anything that makes him feel good and feel happy and embracing it no matter how ludicrous or unsustainable or potentially dangerous it might be um up to uh what's got to be just willful ignorance about what's going on with his law provider um at this point we have to talk about uh, it because we didn't talk about her last time we got to talk about her today oh we will yale
1: yale yale Um, (laughs) uh,
0: and then liz she's making these choices that seem really appealing some of them right like aquarium jellyfish great awesome please do that outing that's great um the car wash sequence is so beautiful um and then of course she falls asleep and the window opens and that's hilarious um but it's also really fatalistic uh and i think that the speech that dud gives her about if you're going to go down the shoot go down the shoot with people who care about you is a first step kate you're absolutely right but there's something about her speeding through those red lights before she rams the truck that is so disturbing. Um, and the, the, the still unrepaired coffee table and the still cracked mirror as being like constant reminders of exactly where Liz's head is at. Um, it's just unsettling. Um, it's unsettling and i i really like this episode uh, but it's one that made me very concerned for both of the Dudley twins and ernie i'm concerned for ernie yeah. throwing his golf club i i'm concerned i don't know what the visions are i'm concerned why everybody is seeing things all of a sudden it just i'm i'm certainly concerned for connie that did not look like a safe fall she seemed fine but yikes yikes um, so maybe we should talk about Dud for a second then? Dud and his unsustainable business model? Um, let's
2: talk, uh, before, so we don't, make sure we don't get away from it, uh, let's talk about Mary Elizabeth Ellis as Daphne, his law mm, yes. service provider, um, because she is hilarious, I mean, most people will know her as the waitress from Always Sunny, um, but she's so, I was so thrilled when she showed up here, because she's delightful and super fun, and again, usually, she had that, she was, wasn't she the, the wife on The Grinder? Oh yeah, you're oh, right. The grinder, um, but she's she's terrific and often doesn't get enough to do when I see her in stuff. And so the fact that she gets to play this absolutely ridiculous character um, is is really fun, and that she can just go like she can just go really big with it. <laughs> and Dud is just like, okay, sure, like it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It wouldn't work with any other character on this show, but because of Dud's willingness to just like talk and he actively wants to keep those blinders on. Um, she, you know, Ellis gets to give this really broad performance that is delightful and just right. I think for the character and for the tone they're trying to strike. It's it's just, it's really fun for me
0: to watch. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I, it's fun watching her, realize that she doesn't have to try very hard yeah <laughs> like that conversation about larry you're like wow you're just you're not even really attempting you figured out that like you said the magic words which were essentially free money and then that's it he was on board s- an easy mark i saw it in the paper the obituary Ye- <laughs> yes your your
2: name's on the plaque out out yeah. outside your photo your photo's in the lobby. Yeah, but the, the nice. fact that their names aren't on the photos doesn't seem to matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. What fun. I really want, though, is um, <laughs> Alice in this outfit to guest star in Lucifer as Dr. Linda's sister. Because I think mm-hmm. that would be great. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just Very here for
1: two unmentioned sister. Though I feel like they've mentioned a sister before. Um, but I want that to happen. Um, yeah, no, it's just such an easy mark and I'm very I want someone to intervene but no one seems to be willing to intervene except Bert is obviously aware that this is all a con but Bert is being burnt and being like what <sighs> game respect game <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: he's you know maybe he could do something about it but he's too busy communicating sub Rosa with the police <laughs> such a good reveal after our big climactic battle scene which were you expecting a battle scene this episode i'm guessing you were not (laughs) no i was not Um,
1: i was not expecting dunkirk in lodge 49 but i'm glad i got it
0: yeah liz standing on top of that truck that is by the way kate i went in and dropped all the images in the folder for you and that's the one i went with for this obviously there were there was an option of that or liz tearing the banner down and that one this one seems slightly less spoilery Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, Liz Dudley for president, assuming she gets some therapy. Because, <laughs> um, oh boy. With
2: with Bert, I also uh, was, you know, future implications for Liz notwithstanding. I was I was glad for Bert that he got his watch investment money back. Because, yeah. like, see, you know, he was right. Eventually they'll pay me back. They don't know that I'm just, like, giving their dad a loan so he can go meet meet up with and hopefully do at least some level of care for his son. But they don't need to. I'll get it. <laughs> but It's just, you know, years and years later, but I'll get it. Um, actually, not that long, is it? It's not years and years. It's like a couple years, probably, right?
1: Yeah, it's been like a year and a half. A year though. and a half? This, yeah. If that, so. yeah.
2: But for Dud, uh, like, he's just, he knows, right? He knows that this stuff with Daphne doesn't, click, right? He's just not listening to that part of his brain because it's so... You'd think after I guess there's enough that's been happening that their hackles are they Their, like, spidey senses aren't still going after everything with, like, fake Jocelyn. Um, so I don't know. I keep waiting on that. I, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, but then I'm very curious about that. Um, and then I, I think I'm just so relieved that apparently everything is at least much better with Dud and Ernie. Like that was comforting for me that to be Ernie's, yeah, Ernie's like I was being a dick, so he's trying to make amends. So he's just going to drive me around to have a like you said, Alison. It's a completely unsustainable business model. It's like it's the business model of like every podcaster as they start, right? Of just like put out, spend all this time doing all of this work for free and getting other people to come on your podcast and do work for free. And at some point, like step three question mark step four. Success?
1: I mean, at least one of us here is a Rotten Tomatoes top critic. So I think that I think that counts for <laughs> something. Yeah, but
2: we know that didn't happen because of podcasting. Come on.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing so hard I pulled out my headphones again. Oh my god. That was like I don't know why that was a read, but that was a read. Like I felt that. Like the library is open, Noel. The library is open. Sorry. You're fine. Was, You're okay.
1: That was a really good bit. It's really good. <laughs> I'm sorry I broke you. I didn't mean for it to be quite that harsh.
0: But was, no, no, no. It was very, it okay. was very funny. Anyway. <laughs> um uh, speaking of um. Uh, seemingly meaningless titles that may or may not result in anything significant happening. Uh, Scott's having a rough go. Oh, man,
2: he's Scott, not suited buddy. for
0: this leadership position. It's
2: like it's not. No, no. He's, he's not. The sooner he realizes this, the better. Um, but it's like all you get the sense that this is what he's holding on to right now, man. This is all he's got. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, everyone is holding on to this one thing in this episode, and Scott's is light bulbs. <laughs>
0: And bar tabs. Yeah.
1: Why would you let someone run up a three thousand dollar bar tab? Why, Larry? Who just no? Do not allow this to happen. I like how the other people were like, see,
2: like, I mean, we've got tabs, but like, seriously. Um, I like she
0: likes to buy drinks for people. That would totally. Be oh yeah, one. yeah.
1: But That's when you're like, putting I it on a absolutely. tab, you're not buying it for anyone.
0: <laughs> oh, I know, but it, but it would, but it would feel like I was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Like, I would definitely end up in that position. Yeah. See, this is why every
2: time, well, not now, obviously, but whenever I would go to a bar and they'd be like, oh, do you want to open a tab? I'd be like, no. No, I don't. Because I... Oh, I always do. I never yeah, do. Yeah, I'm
1: okay opening up a tab at a bar um, just because I know I'm going to have at the most three drinks. Like, that's that's the, oh, yeah. the sheer amount I will... total amount I will have. Oh,
2: yeah. So like, but but fine. still, like, just really... Because I, I know for myself, if the... <laughs> I am going to get a drink and I'm going to pay money are separated in my brain. That's where, like, that's when you start. And not because I'm going to drink a bunch of things, but because we're like, oh, yeah, I'll get it for you. Yeah. Or like, let's get for the table or which is why they do it (laughs) Um, because it's convenient for them. And also because it encourages people to not think about how much they're spending. Um, But this is why I just like. Like, like, like you, Alison. Especially if it was like a running tab like that at a place you went to all the time that you had a good rapport and relationship with that, and, and they never were like, uh, "Are you gonna settle up?" Um, it would be so easy to, to find yourself in that position because, like, you get the sense they haven't collected on the tab in years.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. So
2: three thousand dollars is a, is a huge bar tab, but not if like you just have never paid it off in years. Yeah i don't know maybe that just says more about me
0: no i uh i feel very similarly kate i think um it's obviously a bad situation but her justification for it makes perfect sense to me building community is important um (laughs) while we're on scott and the lodge um and the lemon standard obviously um, it's a, it's a great currency. Just and just like that, there was a new form of currency in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, paid in lemons. Put for, then the then the lemons re-entered the economy. Anyway, um, that shot of um, Jocelyn and Scott with the door in the middle of the wall is one of my favorite of the entire series. I don't know where it leads and it doesn't matter. It very clearly doesn't matter. It's just beautiful to look at. And it's a beautiful scene between those two actors, I think.
1: Yeah, it is. And I I, I was just like, they're never going to acknowledge this door. They're here to change that light bulb outside. They're never going to talk about this. Jocelyn has no questions about this door. <laughs> he has bought so whole hog into Lodge 49 that he has no questions about this door that just exists. And I'm like... Okay. All right. I will stop having questions about this door now show. And I will focus just on the fact that Scott's light bulb plan only pays off over the course of many, 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 many years.
2: And, <laughs> and sucks we'll... in the meanwhile, by the way. Because... And then
1: sucks in the meanwhile because th- those light bulbs are very expensive.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, and this is like, nobody likes fluorescent lighting. It's not good. It's not good. But um, the the other thing... I like that we finally have someone asking, do you think there are any more like hidden rooms or secret
0: rooms? It's like, yes, we want to know. There must be. It'll be fun. I hope in my heart of hearts that Wyatt Russell pulling that book out was an actor decision and not something in the script. Mm-hmm. I just want him what I want so much for me, for you, for all of us is that he was looking at that script page and saw the line like, do you think there are other secret rooms in this place? And just decided to try a book at random. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. And it would not have surprised me if it had worked. I wanted him to try a second one because I was convinced if he did the second one, then it was going to work. Then we were going to the back end. <laughs> like, oh, oh, it was good. Um, Do you think Blaze is going to finish the Monium I
1: think something's going to happen. Some, yeah, something's going to happen. Um, But yeah. I mean, he's going to he's probably going to get a whole bunch of information from Ernie now through Dud about everything that went down in Mexico with El Confidente in his hippie van. <laughs> in
0: his hippie van. Um, I love the setup at the end of the you know, we know exactly what we're getting in the next episode. It could not be more clear what and I mean, who knows what else is coming? Um, Because, I again, I don't really remember. Uh, but it's like, are you ready for the next installment? It's going to be expository but also really fun. Um I just really really dig that. Uh we also met and I guess this is sort of a spoiler apologies but there's just no way around it. We met Lenore. Um who <laughs> uh is the flight attendant that happened to know Dud's dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Dudley Se- Mr. Dudley Sr. Uh and uh, that's Bertila Damas, who I hope I'm saying her last name correctly, um, who's a sort of TV stalwart. Um, she's uh in she's in Santiago on Brooklyn Nine Nine. I can't remember whether she's Amy's mom or not, but she is a Santiago. Um Uh, she's done a bunch of other things, Uh, but I really love her scene with Wyatt Russell and how much you get out of that exchange. Uh, But I'm curious if me saying we met Lenore is the first time it occurred to you we'd be seeing her again.
2: Yeah, I was like, who who is she talking about? Why is she saying it? And I was like, oh, that's that person. Why is she saying that's a spoiler? I guess she's coming back. I wouldn't have thought um, that from this episode.
1: I kind of thought it was maybe a possibility because uh, my partner turned to me and went, she definitely Dud's dad, right? And it's just like, yes, yes, she definitely did. um And so I figured she'd somehow resurface, even if it was just in the context of that dead-eyed psychopath mm-hmm. in a baseball cap assaulted this man who looks just like the guy I used to have an affair with. <laughs> and I am here to provide witness to that, even though we are also not pressing charges against anyone, as so saith Burr. You're (laughs) sub-rosa.
0: Yeah, um, I don't- I really don't think that Dudley's got the the best end of that deal.
1: No.
2: No, no, because, like, on the list of things- like, because he's still out there, and he has a grudge now.
1: So, like, what's gonna- I mean- mean it was, it was going to be a really bad civil... It wouldn't even been civil court at this point. It would have been criminal. Um, criminal court issue of... Wait, you stole supplies from the back of his truck just to do free pool cleanings, Your Honor. Right, okay. And then he hunted you down and beat you unconscious with a pool skimmer. That is correct. And then your sister drove a stolen vehicle... Into the back of their company pickup truck, and maybe stole their slide or Mm -hmm. got their slide in a de facto settlement that the pawnbroker of this strip mall, Uh, uh, notary and notary, (laughs) brokered between all involved parties.
2: After he tried to run you and Alice over, okay, that was so fun. Like the timing of that, and like the I'm good. (laughs) <laughs>
0: like it was hilarious. It was so. Crazy. I
1: was so worried about the donut shop. I was not worried about Dud. I was worried about the donut shop. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he has some plot armor. Yeah, you know? yeah. But also, there's something about the that particular fall. Yes, where you ju- you understand what his goal is, and it's just a matter of whether or not he accomplishes it. Um. But hey, you know what? One lifesaver saves another. Yeah. That's that's important. Paying it back. You that's know, that's really important. Yeah um and the watch is back and you know all it's all a happy ending except for the um homicidal maniac roving the streets in a pool party. Day. Yeah, except for like
2: and the terrible parents. Terrible parents. And, well and everything else that's lingering that's like
1: tracks soon to go Ugh. well.
2: You know. There's a few things. Yeah. But, you know, that's, again, that's future episodes' problem.
0: <laughs> future Liz and Duds problems.
2: The last thing I want to make sure we touch on is we haven't talked about Lodge One yet. And we haven't talked about Melinda, who both uh Noel and I want to be Michelle Gomez. Uh But it's probably not Michelle Gomez. But can it's it, please, not Michelle can it Gomez. please be Michelle Gomez?
0: <laughs> I mean, I would also love for it to be Michelle Gomez. Yeah. I don't think. I, I don't, don't think, think it is. is,
2: but it would be nice. Um, like, <laughs> I, I did not anticipate them like slow playing this as much as they are. Um, yeah. But I'm very curious what's going to happen next. My other theory is that maybe Melinda is was it Clara
1: or? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Which is sure, sure, with sure. a different accent. That's
0: my theory too. This is something I don't know the answer to. Yeah, and that is my theory. That's it's a good read. I like that. Yeah. Um, it, because it's just an accent. That's the only thing that's um. but like that's the only identifier and uh that obviously can be faked uh is there anything else that we want to say about the slide before i tell y'all the next episode title
1: well no i'm all set i do really want to like know if that's i just want that slide to be there for the rest of the season like i don't want them to move it just (laughs) Just in the middle of the just always in the middle between the kitchen and the living room just always there for the rest of the run because where else can they put it? Nowhere. It's not going to fit in a storage unit. Are you kidding me? They don't, they're not even paying for one. No, they are definitely not paying for one.
0: Um, all right. Well then we will be back on Wednesday to talk about season two, episode three of Lodge 49, which is titled, and I've gotta do some like creative emphasis here: disorientation. Because so- the o is capitalized okay disorientation all one word but the o capitalized the first o yeah so what do we think um
2: well it auto played to the very start of the first scene for this for me on hulu because i didn't like stop it quickly enough so i i saw the title and i saw the um first scene so i'm gonna avoid saying too much other than um I am excited for it, uh, based on where, where the first scene starts, which is what I was hoping it would be based on the last, the end of the previous episode. Um, so fingers crossed that it actually is what the first scene would imply. I'll just say
1: that. Okay. Wow. This is just a lot of, t- this is a lot of ambiguity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, so we're going to get a lot of stuff about this, their scrolls. So maybe like some sort of like orientation. Mm-hmm. for the scrolls um, well, maybe there's like a video over here
2: like a, they have to watch an yeah. orientation video. oh it's a
1: dharma initiative video
0: yeah. <sighs> that would be great
1: <laughs> it all comes together
0: god the Lodge has really does have big dharma initiative oh yeah energy. yeah
1: it does it does yeah yeah i um, love that
0: comparison yeah
1: no so yeah no Fr- um francois chow shows up to give us a whole orientation mm-hmm. <laughs> about the scrolls um and that's what happens um and I am looking forward to that because all shows need more Francois Trois. Ciao. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything else. I'm very tired and hungry.
0: Great. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, it's 2021 and we're still talking. We're still streaming in place. Yay. And that's great. That's uh, a thing. Yeah. It's a fact. <laughs> it can- positive or negative. There, There's definitely positive. Yeah.
2: Hey, at least we'll we're talking back. about Lodge 49. It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, everyone have a great have a great day. I'm gonna have to go figure out how to get open a open a can of beans before my partner will let me eat anything.
0: I almost <laughs> made a bean dad comparison, and then I thought, no, I'm just gonna end up dating our podcast because wow, Bowie's parents are total bean dads. <laughs> They're total bean dads. <laughs> no good. It's no. And you know what? Scott is also a bean dad. Mm-hmm. Like um, you were. Scott you, is a definite yeah. bean dad. Like he's a total bean yeah. dad. You have to learn. You have to learn. Yeah, you have to learn. No. Okay. See, and now, two weeks in the future, someone is listening to this and they have no idea what we're That's talking okay. about. Okay, it's
1: just part of the mystery. Which is fine. Which is okay. Culture doesn't exist in a vacuum. Enjoy the mystery.
0: <laughs> Embrace the unknown. It's the Lodge Forty Nine ethos. We'll be back on Wednesday to talk about disorientation. Bye. 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 <laughs>